In Hilchus Tefillah Birchas Kain and Parakid Beis, the Ramam discusses the halachas of Kriyas HaTayra. The Ramam begins by saying that Meish Rabbeinu was Musak and that we should read Kriyas HaTayra in public on Shabbos and on Mondays and Thursdays in the morning, in order not to have three days without listening to the Torah. Ezra Sefer also was Musakin that they should read on Mincha on every Shabbos. And he was also Musakin that on Mondays and Thursdays they should have at least three people going up to the Torah, and we shouldn't read less than ten psukim. We have Kriyas HaTayra on Shabbos and Yantif from Rosh on fast days, Chanukah and Purim, and on Mondays and Thursdays of every single week. But we don't do Maftir only on Shabbos, Yom Tif, Yom Kippur, and Tishabav. Kriyas HaTayra is only read in front of at least ten people that are free and that are adults. We don't read less than ten psukim, and by Yidab Rashem Omeshulim is considered a Pasuk. Not be less than three people who read the Torah, and when we begin a Parsha, we read at least three psukim, and we don't leave three psukim left to a Parsha when we're finished. A person must read at least three psukim in Aliyah. When we are reading ten psukim and there's three people getting Aliyahs, one person gets four psukim and it doesn't make a difference which one. When getting an Aliyah, the person looks into the Sefer Torah where he's going to read and afterwards he says, Baruch HaShem HaVarech. The community answers, Baruch HaShem HaVarech Le'elavad. Then he says, Baruch HaShem HaShabach HaBan Mikal Amin, etc. And the community answers, Amin. He then reads his Aliyah, then he rolls up the Sefer Torah and he says, Baruch HaShem 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 The person leaning the Aliyah is not allowed to start leaning until the Amin finishes from the community. If he made a mistake even in one letter, we make him return and read it again. And a person is not allowed to start reading until someone gives him permission. The Ramah continues and says that the one who lanes from the terror is allowed to skip from one place to another place, as long as there's no delay in that he's not reading it by heart. Once Kriya Sater starts, we're not allowed to talk at all, even in Halacha. Everyone is supposed to be quiet and listen to the terror. It's also forbidden to leave from the shul during that time when he's leaning, but between one person and another person, Aliyah, one is allowed to. From the times of Ezra, they had a minute that they would have a translator who would translate all the psukim and the terror in order that people should understand what's being leaned. The way it works is that the Balkari reads one psuk and the person translating translates one psuk at a time. Both the Balkari and the translators should not raise their voice more than the other, and each one should wait for the other to finish before they start their part. The translator is not allowed to do it from inside, rather they should do it by heart. There are also some psukim that we skip when we translate, look in Halachi Yedbeis for more details. The Ram continues and says that whoever does maftir has to get at least an aliyah with at least three psukim before he does the haftarah. Typically, a haftarah should have at least 21 psukim, but if the idea that they're talking about completed and less than that, then they don't have to continue. If 10 psukim were read and they were translated, then it's enough. In the Haftarah, we're allowed to skip from one Indian to another Indian, but not from one Navi to another Navi, unless it's within the Treyasar. But we're not supposed to skip from the beginning to the end of Treyasar, just among the Treyasar. Ram continues and says that when someone's reading in the Navi Haftarah, he could read slots of three psukim and have it translated three psukim at a time. Before someone starts Haftarah, there's a bracha that they make. See Halacha Tetzvah for the details. After the Haftarah, the person reading it makes four brachas. The first one finishes with Elam Nema Bechalvarav. The second one finishes with Baini Yishalayim. The third one finishes with Magin David. And the fourth one finishes with the Kedusha of that day about Shabbos or Yantif, just like you finish in Shemenesri. If it was Rosh Chedesh, and on Shabbos, the one who's reading the Haftarah mentions Rosh Chedesh in this bracha as well. The Ramam continues and discusses how many aliyahs there are in different days. On Shabbos, on Shachras, we read seven. In Kippur, there's six. In Yamtif, there's five. We don't do less than that, but you're allowed to add. On Rosh Chaydesh and Chalamayr, we do four. On Shabbos, Yom Kippur, and Mincha, and on Mondays and Thursdays during every weekend, Hanukkah and Purim in the morning, and during the fast days in the morning and Mincha, we read three. We don't do less than this, and we don't add to it. A woman should not lean the Torah because of the Kavadat Sibar. A katan is allowed to read if he knows who we're blessing to. In every single Kriya Satera, there's a Kayin who goes first, and a Levi, and then Yisrael. And a Kayin Amarats comes before even a big Talmud Chacham that's Yisrael. 
If there's no Kayin, Yisrael goes up, but afterwards the Levi should not go up. If there's no Levi, then the Kayin that went up for the first Aliyah gets a second one as well. You should not get a second Kayin, because then they might say that there was something wrong with the first Kayin. And similarly with a Levi, we shouldn't get a second Levi, so they shouldn't say that there was something wrong with that Levi as well. Every day that there's Musaf, we do Kriyasatari between Shachros and Musaf. And every Mincha that there's Kriyasatari, it's after Ashri Valetzin and before Shemanesri. Any day that there's no Musaf, we do it right after Shemanesri, and then we do Ashri Valetzin. Ramam concludes by saying that when we're Gail Sefer we do it from the outside, and when we tighten it, we tighten it from inside. When closing Sefer Torah, the seam should be in the middle. And if they're taking out the Sefer Torah after they lay it to bring it to another house, the people from the shul should not leave until the Sefer Torah goes out.